present Arthur Lowe, John LaMessera, and Clive Dunn in Dad's Army. <laughs> Operation Kilt, featuring John Lorry, Arnold Ridley, and Ian Lavender, with this week's guests, Pearl Hackney and Jack Watson. <laughs> Here is the news, and this is John Snag reading it. As the war progresses, the Home Guard continues to keep up its efforts in the defense of our homeland. At the headquarters of the local platoon at Warmington-on-Sea, Captain Mannering is already in his office at the church hall when Sergeant Wilson... Ah, I see you're already here, sir. Well done, Wilson. You know, you're wasted in the Home Guard. You should be in the observer corps. <laughs> well, that's quite funny, sir. Thank you, I noticed you came in by the side door and not through the main hall. Presumably you remembered the booby trap we set out there last night. Yes, sir, yes. Uh, do you think it will uh, really prove effective? Well, of course it will. What do you mean? Why, well, I don't know, sir. It strikes me only a complete idiot could be caught out by it. <laughs> there, you see? Thought you said no one but a complete idiot could get caught by that booby trap. Yes, sir. Yes. And I still do. <laughs> Mr. Manrin! Mr. Manrin, sir! Good evening, Corporal Jones. I'm sorry, sir. I forgot about the booby trap. Yes, yeah, so we heard. <laughs> well, what do you want? Was it really necessary to burst in like that? Well, I want to be the first one to bring you the good news. Oh, what's that? Has Hitler surrendered? <laughs> no, no, it's much better than that. Meat rations gone up. <laughs> gone up from one and ten minutes to two and two. Oh, thank you, Corporal Jones. That's, that's a great comfort. By the way, sir, this, uh, this packet came for you at the back just after you left. Oh, thank you, Wilson. wonder what it is. Ah. Ah, now this is most interesting. A book on PT. Now listen to this, both of you. In future, all Home Guard units will do 15 minutes PT before parade. Right. We start tonight. Tonight, sir. But who's going to take us? Well, I am, of course. Oh. All the instructions are here in the book. Can't go wrong. No, I, I suppose not, sir. Right, Jones. Get the men ready for PT. Right, sir. And don't forget, Jones, tell them to strip off. Uh, I'll do that, sir. Right. Come on, up. Get stripped off. Stripped off? What for? Well, Captain's going to give us some PT, Fraser. God sake. God sake. Here he can his strip off. It's only his clothes that keep him from falling apart. <laughs> Couple Jones, why aren't the men ready? Well, I'm ready, sir, but the rest of the men are being a bit backward about being forward and taking their clothes off, you see, sir. I see. Right, now, pay attention, men. I've just had an order from GHQ that we're to do 15 minutes PT before every parade. Oh, yes. Now, if we're going to beat the Hun, we must be fit in every way. Clean bodies and clean minds. Isn't that so, Sergeant Wilson? Oh, yes, uh, definitely, sir. Now, I've never asked you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. So on the command strip, we shall all strip the waist together. Right. Strip. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, what is it, Godfrey? Do you want me to remove my binder? Remove your what? My flannel binder. Uh, shall I take it off? Yes, of course. Uh, well, uh, would you mind holding the safety pin for a minute? <laughs> Maybe you can hold one end of the material and I'll untwist myself out of it. Oh, keep it on. <laughs> that rate will be here all day. Fold the men in, Sergeant. All right, sir. All right, platoon. Platoon, fall in. Right, soon. Attention. Thank you, Sergeant. Now, men, 
On the command spring, I want you... Mr. Mannering! Mr. Mannering! Oh, evening, Mrs. Pike. We're, we're rather busy at the moment. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you see... Oh. <laughs> What's the matter, Mrs. Pike? Oh, I've just realised. You're all half naked. That's right. We're just about to start some PT. Oh, I see. Well, uh, well, don't let Frank stand around too long like that, will you, Mr. Mannering? I don't want him to start with his chest again. Don't worry, Mrs. Pike. He'll soon warm up. Oh, really, Mavis, can't you see we're busy? Arthur, why have you still got your shirt on? Yes, come on, Wilson. What's the matter with you? Well, I don't think it would be very good for discipline, sir. What are you talking about? Oh, you see, sir, I I'm afraid I've got uh, rather a large hole in my vest. Oh. <laughs> you didn't put that vest on again this morning, did you, Arthur? I told you to leave it out for me to mend. Oh, please, please, Mavis, not so loud. I'll tell you what, Arthur. Take your shirt and your vest off together and no one will notice. You know, Mr. Mannering... Arthur's got a lovely physique when he strips off. Does he really? <laughs> Come on, Arthur. You've got nothing to be ashamed of with your body. Mavis, Mavis, please, please. Oh, all right. Oh, that's better. Oh, he does look nice. <laughs> Doesn't he, Mr. Mannering? What is it you actually want, Mrs. Pike? <laughs> I nearly forgot to... Just a moment, I've got it in my handbag. Oh, dear, it's right down here. It's not fair. No, wait a minute. Oh, here it is. I think it must be part of Frank's gun, which he left behind. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Good heavens. It's a rifle bolt. Is it important? Yes, Mrs. Pike, it is very important. Pike? Yes, Captain Manorine? Come over here, boy. What do you know about this? Oh, that's an easy one, sir. It's a rifle bolt. Fits into the breech by the magazine. When you want to cock your rifle... I know all that, that you stupid boy. <laughs> the point is, it's your rifle bolt. It belongs to your rifle. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I must have forgotten to put it back when I cleaned it. You left it on the draining board, Frank. I'm afraid I washed it up with the tea things. <laughs> washed it up? Oh, anyway, there's, there's no harm done. Well, I must be off now. Uh, Mr. Mannering, don't let Fran stand around too long without his jacket on, will you? One off. Uh, oh, you do look nice. You really do. Oh, please, please, Mavis, not again. Oh. Bye. Bye. Pike, I'll talk to you later. Go and fall in again. Yes, Mr. Mannering. Now, perhaps you can start some PT. Mr. Mannering? Yeah, what is it now? I don't know what to do with my rifle bolt. I mean... <laughs> I haven't got any pockets. Well, use your initiative. Yes, sir. Don't put it on the floor. Especially after your mother's taken the trouble to wash it up. I'll stick it down the front of my vest. Oh, yes, right? stick... Yes. <laughs> Sergeant, give me the PT manual. Right, here we are, sir. Thank you. Ah, yes. Deep breathing. <clears throat> In through the nose, out through the mouth. Right. Now, stand with your legs apart, chest out, hands on your hips... Godfrey. Yes, Mr. Mannon? I think it would look better if you had both hands on your hips. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> right, man. You ready? Now then. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Hey, Mr. Fraser. What's that funny smell? That's fresh air. <laughs> All those open windows. All right. Right, men. I'll move on to the next exercise. Ah, I'll still warm you all up. Stand for attention. 
are jumping astride with the feet and arms at the same time, like this. Stride together. Stride together. Stride together. Shall I hold the manual, sir? Ah, oh, that's a good idea, Sergeant. Yes, here you are. Thank you. Stride together. Keep up, Pike. Stride together. Come on, Walker. Stride together. Stride together. Don't juggle the book. But down like that, I can't read it. You don't mind my saying so, sir. It's not the book that's dropping up and down. It's you. Stride together. Stride. Platoon. Halt. Oh, I... I'll be... I'll be... <laughs> I bet you feel better for that. <laughs> I know I... I know I, I do. What's next, Sergeant? Uh, Press-ups, sir. Really? <laughs> you sure? Oh, yes, sir. Quite sure. Definitely press-ups. Yes, well, you would leave those for the moment. Uh, They're a good one to finish us off. I mean, to finish off... <laughs> Oh, we're going to the next one. What's that, Wilson? Uh, it's a, um, touching the toes, sir. Really? <laughs> well, that's a fairly simple exercise. Right, men. Touching the toes a dozen, uh, half a dozen times. <laughs> Begin. Arms above the head and down. Oh, 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 oh. Are you all right, sir? Oh, it's fine. I beg of it. I can't straighten up again. Uh, Joe, bring one of those chairs over for Mr. Mannering. Yeah, right away, Mr. Wilson. Shall I get a doctor, Sergeant? You'd be better off getting a new PT instructor. Shall <laughs> <laughs> I get the chair, Mr. Mannering? Oh, thank you, Jonesy. Thank you. Now, now, sit down very carefully, sir. Very carefully. That's it. That's right. right. Down. Down. Oh! Oh, get me up. Oh, I must stand. Oh, it's agony. There you are, sir. But you're, you're, you're still bent double. No, that I can't help it. I'm stuck like this for good. Permission to make a suggestion, sir. Yes, Jones. What about trying brown paper in a hot iron? That's <laughs> right, right. As long as I'm bent forward like this, I'll be all right. I'll just take a walk up and down. That's all right, sir. Off you go. Doesn't he become comfortable, Mr. Wilson? Yes, yes, he does. He says, copy, doesn't he? But I, I, I did warn him. I didn't think he should take the man in PT. Well, it's supposed to be good for you. Well, it hasn't done Mr. Manning much good. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Yes? Who's that strange bloke in the kilt who's just come in? Oh, that must be uh, Captain Overbury from the Highland Regiment. He, he's going to brief us about the manoeuvres on Saturday. Oh. Uh, good day to you, Sergeant. Uh, which is Captain Meanwaring? Oh, good afternoon, sir. That's uh, Captain Mannering down there. Oh, Mannering, I'm see. Uh, what's he looking for? Hmm? <laughs> It's his lumbago. He was showing us a PT exercise, and he got stuck. Oh, is that all? Well, I'll soon fix that. Uh, stand still, Captain Mannering. What are you going to do? Uh, don't worry, you'll see. Now, just put my knee okay. in your back like this. I'd rather wait. No. No. One, two, three, pull! No! Oh, there. How's that? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> Good. Then let's get down to business. Hold the men in, Sergeant. All right. Morning, man. Who's the captain? Now then, Captain, this is the scheme for Saturday's exercise. A sergeant and five of my men will attempt to capture your headquarters. Now, we shall start off from RHQ at Manor Farm, which is three miles away. We will then infiltrate through the town and try to capture your HQ here. Well, that shouldn't take long. Stop talking. <laughs> well, as you outnumber us three to one, you shouldn't find it very difficult to stop us. On the other hand, my men are highly trained professional soldiers, so watch out for yourselves. Oh, you can. And all your men, we intend to give them a very tough time. We're all fighting, fighting fits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be sorry, Wilson. Oh, yes, indeed, sir. Well, uh, 
Some of us more than others, sir. <laughs> now, each side will have three lots of paint. Red paint for dead, blue paint for wounded, and white paint for a prisoner. They will then dot the enemy with the appropriate color. If one of the enemy is wounded and taken prisoner as well, then you will dob him with a dash of blue and white paint. Now, have you got that, Captain Manning? Uh... Yes, we've got that, Captain. Good. Now, if on the other hand I think that he's dead instead of wounded, I shall add two daubs of orange paint. But if I think of he's neither dead, wounded, nor a prisoner, then I shall give him a daub of yellow paint, which will then cancel the whole thing. In the event of a dispute, you will call me. I shall be carrying a tin of orange and a tin of yellow paint. And if I decide that he's wounded and not dead, I shall add one daub of orange paint. <laughs> now, are there any questions? <laughs> then will you be letting us have that in writing, sir? <laughs> Of course not, Corporal. Now, operations will commence at 2200 hours. It's 10 o'clock, sir. Ah, 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's what I said, 2200 hours. Now, if you want to see me about anything, I shall be at my HQ at Manor Farm. You can carry on with your PT now, Captain Mannering. <laughs> and I must say, by the look of your men, they can do with it. What's your name, lad? Pike, sir. How old are you, Pike? 17, sir. Well, another year or so, you'll be ready for the army. I want to go in the Navy. Oh, you're very puny looking for your age, lad. And round-shouldered, too. I'm very fit, sir. Are you now? Well, just see how fit you are. Now, I'm going to give you a wee blow to test you. Now, clench your stomach muscles real tight. Yes, well, I don't now, think you ought don't to... Don't really... argue, lad. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Captain Ogilvy. Uh, yes, of course I'm all right. Oh, dear. Good afternoon, Captain. <laughs> Bye, sir. Gracious, Pike. You took that punch extremely well. Oh, thank you. Your stomach muscles must be like steel. Well, they are, sir. Very like steel. <laughs> but I did try to warn him. What do you mean? Well, he hit my rifle bolt. <laughs> Remember, I stuck it down my vest. <laughs> now then, men. As Captain Ogilvy told you yesterday, on the night maneuvers on Saturday... He and six of his best men are going to attempt to capture our headquarters here. Now, I don't mind telling you, we are up against a pretty formidable opponent. Are there any suggestions as to how we should tackle this problem? I've got a suggestion, sir. Well done, Jones. What is it? Why don't we move our headquarters, then when they get there, they won't know where it is. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's quite the idea, Jones. <clears throat> now, let's study the plan that I've drawn on the, on the blackboard here. Hand me that pointer, Willie Wilson. Uh, here you are, sir. Thank you. Now, our headquarters is here, and the enemy could either come in from the north through the botanical gardens here, or through the woods here. Now, he won't come through the woods, because if he does, he's got to cross this main road, and we shall spot him at once. On the other hand, he can't get through the woods onto the beach because of the steep cliffs. So, he will either come in from the north through the botanical gardens, or from the west. It's going to be a bit of a job to cover all these points with only 17 men. Yeah, well, now we must keep cool and think. What examples can we take from great military campaigns of the past? For instance, what position would Napoleon take? Well, they usually stood with one hand stuck in his jacket. <laughs> Thank you, Jones. I'm well aware of how Napoleon stood. I know, sir. Why don't, we, why don't we send somebody into the enemy's camp, so to speak, to find out what their plans are? This is a farm, sir. Why not dress someone up as a land girl? Well, all these soldiers about Godfrey might have the wrong results. <laughs> no, no. We have to think of some other way of getting into that farm. Here. What we really need to do is to smuggle somebody in there in something that wouldn't look out of place. Yes, ma'am, sir. Give me an idea. If we could 
smuggle one of the lads into the farm, hidden in the haycart, he might be able to pick up some useful information. Yes, that's good thinking, Wilson. I, I, I know a farmer, sir. I, I, I think he, he would maybe lend us a haycart, sir, and we tracked up the bullet. Well done, Fraser. Ah, oh, this is beginning to sound quite promising. Now, we need someone to travel in the hay and to wait about in it, perhaps for some time. We need someone young for that. Pike, you'd better do that. Yes, sir. Well, there's, there's just one thing, sir. What's that? My hay fever. Do you think it matters? <laughs> of course it matters, you stupid boy. Can't have you in the enemy camp sneezing all the time. Give the game away. No, we need somebody who isn't affected in that way. Permission to speak, sir? Yes, Jones. I'd like to volunteer not to be affected in that way. <laughs> all right, Jones, if you really want to. Now, we need someone to drive the hay cart. Someone to dress up as a farmhand. Well, perhaps I could do that, sir. I mean, after all, it was... It was my idea. Oh, I don't know, Wilson. Aren't you a bit suave for that job? <laughs> you have to disguise yourself as a yokel. I mean, what would you say if you were challenged? Well, I, I, I'd go like this. I'd go... <laughs> Something like that I'd do. Make some noise like that. That's what I'd do. <laughs> would you? Hmm. Well, let's hope you don't get challenged. <laughs> All right, then. Operation Haycart is on. Now, we'll try and fix it for tomorrow. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Yes, Jones, what is it? How long have we been here? Just a minute. You can't see my watch in all this hay. Ah, yes, that's better. Well, if it's half a set now, we drove into the barn at half past six. So that means we've been here nearly two hours. I suppose we're in the right barn. Oh, yes, of course we are. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I told you when I drove in, I, I saw all those rifles stacked over in the far corner. Well, if they, if they don't come soon, we'll have to go away again. You know, I, actually, I, I may not sign it, but I, I'm feeling rather drowsy, actually. Yes. I nearly dozed off just now. What about you? Well, I'm all right, but my foot's gone to sleep. Bring the men over to the barn, Sergeant. Did you hear that, Jones? This may be our chance to hear something to our advantage. You sound like a letter from one of them solicitors. <laughs> right, Sergeant, this is a good place as any. Uh, pin that plan of the area on this haycock. Now, pay attention, men. This is the plan. The scheme starts at 2,200 hours, but we shall move off at 2,100 hours. Is that quite clear? Yeah, that's not fair, is it, Mr. Wilson? Let's be quiet and listen. Now, we shall skirt the town and move through these woods here and capture their HQ. Any questions? I don't think we've got any questions, have you, Mr. Wilson? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> now, as I said before, the scheme starts at 2,200 hours. And five minutes later, we shall be in their HQ, which I'll mark with this flagged pin here. Oh! <laughs> well, it's all right for you, Mr. Wilson, but my rear's up against this perishing map. <laughs> I've just marked the other landmarks I've mentioned. Oh, no. There's the woods. <laughs> there. No! For heaven's sake, don't move, Jonas. And, of course, the cliffs here. Oh! <laughs> and the ropes will be at the bottom here. <laughs> if only he knew how accurate he was. <laughs> Right, Wilson. Are we all here? Yes, sir. And I've got the paint, Mr. Manring. Well done, Jones. We'll teach them to start an hour early. 
Uh, pay attention. I'll just go over the plan again. There are five paths through the woods, and every one is now covered by one of our man traps. Now, what happens is this. The enemy comes running down the path. He puts his foot in the noose, which is lying on the ground and disguised by leaves, etc. The counterweights, lashed up to the tree above him, take his weight, then one of you pulls the main rope, and up he goes, feet first. I wouldn't like that. Blood will all go to my head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but have you, have you ever seen this idea work? Uh, yes, of course I've seen it work. Uh, in a Tarzan film, wasn't it, Sam? <laughs> all right, that'll do. <laughs> now, let's see. It's... Red paint for wounded. No, 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 sir. No, no, no. It's red for dead, blue for wounded. No, no, you've got it all wrong, Miss Wilson. Huh? It's white for wounded and yellow for dead. I know, sir. Look, why don't we give them a bit of each just to make sure? <laughs> Splendid idea, Pike. Yes. Initiative. That's what I'd like to see. I saw it in the Laurel and Hardy film. <laughs> right. They'll be taking up their positions soon, so we'd better stand by. I just had a thought, sir. What, what, what is it, Wilson? Well, we, we may have covered all the paths with booby traps, sir, but including Captain Ogilvy... There'll be seven of them attacking, and we're only rigged five man-traps. I choose your rifles. We'd better rig two more on that main path, the one they'll take once they've crossed the bridge. Oh, that's a good idea, sir. I'll tell you what, son. Take Corporal Jones with you, and fill those two gaps in our defence. All right, sir. I'll see you later. Come on, Jones. Right. The rest of you, prepare to man your respective traps. Right, sir. Shouldn't take Sergeant Wilson and Corporal Jones long to organise the other two. Wilson, hmm? if you just care to put your finger on this knot, I reckon these two man traps are ready. Well done, Jones. There. That's it. Thank you, Mr. Wilson. Now, come on. Let's hide in these bushes. Yes, right you are, Mr. Wilson. This'll do. Now, we must be very, very quiet. <laughs> Mr. Wilson. Well, what is it? Can you hear anything? No. Neither can I. That's what you're talking about. Well, I thought perhaps you could hear something that I couldn't. Well, I can't. I heard that. <laughs> Forward, men! They've started, Jones. <laughs> they seem to come from over there. Yeah, that's probably Fraser's trap. <laughs> that must be Pikey's. Seems to be working. That's probably Walker's. That's four. Five. They'll be getting nearer soon. Ooh, they're getting closer. Ah, oh, there you are. Oh, oh, sir. Oh, it's you, Mr. Manning. Oh, oh, you gave us quite a startling there, sir. No action here yet, then? Not yet, sir, no. Sir. Ah, oh, further. Has the enemy all been cut down and taken prisoner? That's being done, no, sir. We still haven't caught Captain Ogilvy, though. Pity. Still, he may come past here yet. Perhaps he doesn't know where the trap is, sir. Of course he doesn't know where the trap is. He wouldn't run into it, would he? Permission to speak, sir. Yes, Jim. I'd like to volunteer to go out there, sir, and I'll expose myself to the captain, and then let him chase me, and then I can lead him into the trap. Good idea, but, but remember, if you espy two figures crashing through the bushes, let the first one go by, that'll be me. Right. Right. Now, off you go. Yes. And good luck. Good luck, sir. I won't let you down. I won't let you down. You know, Wilson, that man's got guts. Really? I'd call it foolhardiness. Right. Fraser, Pike, got sir. me. Aye, sir. Get your paint brushes at the ready. And don't forget, let 
Jones go through first. Right, Mr. Lanry. Here he comes now. Here comes the second one. Steady. Steady. Right, man. Oh, Mr. Manning, that was a nasty thing. That was a very nasty thing that happened. I didn't yes, like I it, Joe. Oh. It could have done me injury, sir. Are you all right, Joe? I think so, sir, but I'm a bit dizzy from spinning around up there. Well, know. I don't understand something. Who was that first man who went through? That was me. Now put your hands up. Captain Ogilvy. Yes, that's right. I must congratulate you, Captain. You almost outsmarted us. <laughs> really, sir, I must protest. Well, I'm afraid protesting won't do you any good. It's red paints on the boots for all of you. Pray, sir. Aye, sir. Hand Captain Ogilvy that tin of red paint on the ground over there. Or no. Up to another of your little tricks, eh? No, you stay where you are. I'll get it myself. Oh! Oh, well done, Captain Manning. You lured him right into that other trap. Yeah, let me go. Let me go. He don't like it up there, do he, sir? Oh! Now, you know just what it's like hanging upside down. Good Lord, sir. I said, look, look. Just look at that. My dear Wilson. Yes. Now we all know what's worn under the kilt. <laughs> that episode of Dad's Army from the original television series by Jimmy Perry and David Croft, you heard Arthur Lowe as Captain Mannering, John Lemesher as Sergeant Wilson, Clive Dunn, Corporal Jones... John Laurie, Private Fraser, Arnold Ridley, Private Godfrey, Ian Lavender, Private Pike, Pearl Hackney, Mrs. Pike, and Jack Watson as Captain Ogilvy. Operation Kilt was adapted for radio by Harold Snowd and Michael Knowles and produced by John Dias. Thank you.